Time now to have a chat about changing provincial boundaries and politics with our Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, so new ridings. Just when you think you know the name of the riding that you're in, it might change. Yeah, well, yes. Uh, there's, so there's 87 seats in the current legislature. Independent Boundary Commission is saying we're going to add or recommending we add six more, taking it up to 93 uh, because of the growing population and all of that, they're also readjusting the boundaries of most of the others. So, yes, we'll have new names, uh, new MLAs perhaps, too, at the next election. Right. It's, it's a big process. It happens uh, once every 10 years or so. Um, the, the, the commission always faces a big challenge. So we know British Columbia is a growing place. Uh, we've added, what, 300,000 people since the yeah. last time we did the boundaries. And you have to recognize that by creating seats in those places that are growing fast, changing the boundaries. Um, If they don't add politicians, and I I always hear from people, we don't need any more politicians. Okay, well, uh, if we don't add politicians, it forces the commission to reduce seats in parts of the province that aren't growing quickly. And those parts of the province, mostly in the north, some in the interior, um, the, the ridings up there are already enormous. They're, you know, the size of European countries. So essentially what the commission does every time is they say, well, we're going to add seats, six of them, and that means one more time we can preserve those seats, especially in the north. There was a big sigh of relief yesterday, Simi, for two new Democrats and four B.C. Liberals uh, representing Northern Ridings who thought, oh, we're going to be redistributed this time. We're going to be merged. We're going to lose representation in our area. The commission is able to preserve those seats because they added six somewhere else. Okay, but the question is, where are these MLAs (laughs) going to sit? So is Mike Farnworth finally going to get his way? You know, uh, sitting in the uh, press gallery part of the legislature behind the speaker's chair yesterday, looking down in the chamber, uh, Keith Baldry and I are sitting side by side, and we're both kind of going, where the hell are they going to put the six, right? Because they've already reduced the size of the desks, pushed the rows closer to each other, created seating areas at the end of the chamber and behind the rows, and we're down now to are they going to have to start sitting in each other's laps because most of the space is taken. Uh, You're right. Farnworth has been joking, the government house leader, for a while about, well, we're going to put in bleachers or benches like they have in the British House of Commons. And I don't know if they're going to have to do it this time, but we're getting to the point where we're going to have to do it. When I started, there were something like 57 members in the House. We're now going to be up to 93 The chamber wasn't designed for that many. So, um, yeah, I think that's where we're headed. And uh, you'd probably get a kind of a hybrid chamber. You'd get like cabinet ministers and maybe a few of the opposition members would have their own desks and everybody else would be like on benches or something, maybe with dividers. 
Uh, I suggested to Farmworth that he consider giving them little flags like they could wave at football <laughs> games and do the wave once in a while uh, just to show solidarity with their own side. But um, we'll see whether that's where we're headed. So what about the areas in which these ridings are going to be redrawn or new ones created? So do like what? Wh- how are they represented now and what does that mean for political parties in the future? Well, the six seats are being added. Uh, Surrey, no surprise. Uh, Burnaby, uh, with a bit of New West in there, Vancouver again, uh, the Okanagan, Langley in the Fraser Valley, uh, and here on Vancouver Island, uh, Langford, uh, John Horgan's hometown. It, we, we talk about it over here on the island all the time. The mayor of Langford, Stu Young, has been expanding, uh, approving housing projects left, right, and center. Langford's growing. It's going to get its own riding, so... Um, I don't think Simi will do what they do in Alberta. You know, there they name their ridings after politicians. Langford Horgan does have a nice ring, uh, sort of retirement project uh, gift uh, ring to it. But no, it's going to be Langford Highlands. So that's where it all is. When you look at the map right now and the balance in the legislature, of course, many of those seats are in areas currently represented by the NDP. The Liberals lost a lot of seats in and around Metro Vancouver, which is fast growing. They have very little representation on the island. Um, so you know, you go to uh, you go over to the Okanagan. Yes, that one would probably benefit the Liberals, but. You know, if the Liberals are going to form government again, they have to win back those fast-growing areas anyway. You know, when they, when the redistributions were done in the not the decade of the knots and in the last decade, we all looked at it and went, well, this is going to help the Liberals because they represented in those days the fast-growing urban parts of the province. So, you know, they all both parties will sit down and drill down on these new boundaries and go through them polling division by polling division and figure out how it all adds up. But the bottom line, really, for the liberal semi is they've got to win back the fast-growing parts of the province. So they were facing an uphill fight anyway. I don't know as though these boundary changes make all that much difference for them. Right. Probably the biggest point of celebration for the liberals is those four endangered seats in northern British Columbia that they hold in Peace River Country and in Chaco Lakes, um, Skeena, those are preserved along with the two NDP seats in that region. Okay, and speaking of which, the legislature was back in session yesterday. It was feisty. Yes, yes it was. Uh, Liberals calling for Adrian Dix's head, uh, get up and resign, health minister. He didn't resign. This is incredible, right? I'm sure everyone is surprised. (laughs) You know, we were joking that the attack on Adrian Dix probably means that uh, he's going to remain as health minister even if there's a change of premier. So, uh, you know, when the opposition is calling for your head, the government rallies around you. Uh, we had a, an accusation. Uh, David Eby, uh, running for the leadership of the NDP, uh, found the time to accuse Mike Bernier, the liberal housing critic, of flipping. So Eby produced evidence that Bernier has been buying houses in the region that he represents up in the Peace River country and reselling them. And so E.B. says, the guy's a flipper. No wonder he doesn't like the flipping tax. Bernier comes back and says, look, what he is doing is he's buying old, decrepit houses, spending a lot of money to make them suitable for habitation, 
and then selling them. And he says it's not all flipping profit. It's basically he's running a business up there. He's taking housing that's unsuitable for anybody and turning it into housing that people can live in. So no surprise the two parties see the thing differently. Um, But Bernier didn't have to explain himself. Uh, He's running this business on the side as an MLA, uh, which you can do as an MLA, although I think obviously if he did end up in government and as a cabinet minister, he'd have to retire that part of his uh, sideline. Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. Okay, and also I have to ask you, how is our good friend Rob Shaw doing this morning? Because I was so hopeful for him yesterday on the issue of the legislature cat. And then I saw the video from the speaker, Rod Shaw, and and it just did not go his way. We're sitting there in the chamber, and for a brief moment, it looked like Rob was going to get his cat. The speaker even acknowledged him that he had been lobbying for a cat, and the speaker teased him out and said, So I've decided we're going to have a cat, and then he produces a fake cat. You know, it's a cute stuffed cat. It's fake news in this era, (laughs) and all kinds of fake solicitations uh, on our Amazon accounts and our credit cards. But a fake cat? Are we to be spared nothing, Rob? Uh, to his credit, rallied behind the fake cat and grudgingly supported the idea. Some people are saying, don't give up the fight. This is just the first battle, and you're going to have to keep lobbying. We want a real cat at the B.C. legislature, never mind. And Rob promised yesterday, said, I promise, like it's like every kid, right? If we get a cat, I'll feed it and clean out the litter box, right? And everyone was rolling their eyes. Oh, please. He actually, please. He'll be on deadline. Something will happen. He'll forget to do it. Poor kitty cat. Although I do think that in the legislature, politicians and, you know, press gallery, you guys there, you could probably use a little pet therapy every once in a while. We could, although I must say my first thought was, would, would a real cat finish off Mr. Squeaker? which is the mouse that lives in the legislature chamber. And we're always watching for it. And every now and then you'll see the little fellow hop out from behind the desks and sort of look around and uh, go point of order and everything. So, you know, we have to think about the endangered mice at the legislature, too, and what a cat (laughs) might do with them. A cat would be so fat in a short period of time from eating all those mice. I don't think you need to worry. Well, it's too bad. I'm glad Rob is rolling with it. I would have liked to have seen an... I I was so excited there when he was talking about, let me introduce you... Getting what? emails congratulating him yeah. uh, for a few seconds there until, you know, <laughs> we went, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just a, a cute stuffed cat, but yeah. a stuffed cat nonetheless. Uh, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye.